Hello Cancer friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Cancer June 2021 Astrology Must Knows. June is one of the most active astrological months of the whole year. We've got something I'm calling the quadruple boom and I've got a nice slideshow that gives you the 10 must knows for that quad boom. But first we're going to talk about some things very specific for cancer placements. The first thing that I wanna talk about are two admin notes to make you be able to use this video better. One is that this is for you whether Cancer is your Sun, your Moon, your Rising, your Mercury, your Venus, your Mars, whatever you watch for. There are people that go much more in depth than their Sun sign and regardless of your Cancer placement this is part of your astrological picture what I'm going to share in this video. The second is that if you're a late degree placement so around um, July 11th through the rest of the sign. I also recommend that you watch my Leo horoscope because you all in the late degree placements and if you're watching for another cancer placement besides your sun um, then that would be like 20 to 29 degrees uh, of your cancer placement then I recommend you also watch my Leo report in addition to this report to get your full coverage for um, the astrological picture. Okay so now let's talk about this energy in Gemini. This is very relevant because we've got lots of planets in Gemini. We've got the eclipse in Gemini, and this is all flooding and highlighting the 12th house for you. So the types of things that you are likely to see now from all of those placements can be anything from awakening, um, let's see, your intuition, um, tapping more into this language of spirit that we call synchronicity. Synchronicity is spirit talking to us. And so when you start to have this awareness of, um, you know, of, of the, the plants and the, the birds and the, you know, a sign that's passing on a truck when you're, you know, going or something that someone says or a song that comes on that answers a question and helps your subconscious mind awaken to, to an answer or information. This language can be louder in your ears at this time and it can herald a time when that awakening is actually opening up in you where, where your awareness that there's more than what we see and feel superficially. So uh, things like that. Also, this can make you have insomnia and cause you to have more sleep issues and where you have to really focus on trying to figure out what's going on there to get better sleep. Also, your dreams can be more vivid and information can come in your dreams or connecting with people who've crossed over, things like that. Also, just massive psychological healing could be a keynote of this time for you. And anything having to do with um, like dipping into the archives and this is on every level okay so we can talk about like the cosmic consciousness archives we could talk about your ancestral archives getting DNA information that's relevant um, even information about your past and your family could come to light and some hidden information could come to you if you were adopted and you're looking for your parents of origin that type of information could come in more regular or, or um, more readily now. So anything on the hidden planes, whether it's from the esoteric perspective or actually like hidden or hidden information, like if you feel like someone's lying to you and you're you're trying to uncover the truth about something, the the odds that the truth will come out now are much more increased, and. 
This activity in that sector of your chart, in that sector of your being, can also make you feel a little bit more restless and stir crazy and a little bit more whacked out emotionally or mentally. So you might need a little bit more support to try to work with all of the things that are flooding through your mind. But this can be a very powerful time where you start to to, uh, direct your thoughts and direct your emotions in a way that help you to manifest um, more powerfully and consciously with infinite spirit. So it's a very exciting time for cancer placements. So we've got um, all of these Gemini energies that will make things very dizzy, will make things very busy, will also make things um, where you might have some indecision. Okay, this whole month, there's a storyline here about change and there's a storyline here about indecision. Lots of opportunities and decisions that could bring you at major crossroads could come to you. And if you're not completely sure about what to do, more clarity might come towards the end of June and into July and August. Those are times when we'll step more away from the eclipse fog, the Mercury retrograde fog, and the confusion that might cloud this month might start to shift more in those timeframes. Okay, um, so as the planets start moving away from Gemini, they move towards Cancer. So you have been having Mars move through your sign, and hopefully that's been, that's been actually for um, May, and it will finish up here in June. Those of you towards the end of the sign, like the last six days or 23 to 29 degrees, you'll get your exact Mars hit in the first um, week or so of June. The rest of you will have had the Mars hit in uh, May. Now a Mars hit can be anything from massive inspiration and ambition and productivity to some personal conflicts or some even, you know, um, not being careful and, and some, some kind of recklessness with the physical body that could cause some issues or could cause you to be more gung-ho about weight loss and your health and things like that. So that that topic of your physical body is coming in in a stronger way as the planets are in Cancer. So this is going to get stronger in June. Um, and, and of course, it will be strong even through July. So anything that you've been wanting to do, whether it's lose weight, gain weight, gain more muscle, um, have better health, have better health habits. You've got a lot of support here. And again, it's pointing back to the psychology of it. So the more you can investigate and participate in programs that, like let's say it's a weight loss program, if it includes doing psychological um, clearing and healing that heals the root cause of what some eating issues could be, those are going to be your most successful at this time. And you might find a perfect program that incorporates that for you that will help you to reach your goals and not just reach your goals but permanently shift your relationship with food in your body okay so of course we have birthdays starting this month so happy birthday to all of you early degree placements and if you're watching for another placement besides your sun sign this is still cause to celebrate especially if you're in the zero to nine degree time frame. Everybody else, all the other cancer placements will celebrate more in July for you. But this, this time when the sun crosses over your cancer placement is very auspicious. It's very um, enhancing to your creativity. It can be very uh, supportive to you figuring out the things that you really want. The more you know exactly what you want, the more you can create it. And sometimes we have to dance with the things that we don't want 
to be clear about the things we do want. And this is a time where you might notice those type of things coming up, where things that maybe were under the surface come in your face like, oh, I really don't want that, I really don't want that. You have to face the fears, clear through the addictions, clear through the negative patterning, and then that puts you in more of a position to say, okay, now I know what I do want because I had this experience with something or somebody that I don't want. So it's all serving towards enhancing your manifestation powers and your your conscious co-creation with spirit. Okay, so we've been having, or you all have been having, See, we've got two two fronts to talk about. Actually, before I jump into Jupiter, let's talk just a little bit more about the eclipses. Or, well, the May eclipse I'm covering in the May report, so you can see where that's hitting for you and get more information. The June eclipse that we have at almost 20 degrees of Gemini, as I alluded to before, that's going to highlight your 12th house. And that is all of you. From the whole house perspective, you all will have that. I've created some additional resources to understand the eclipses better because how the eclipses hit you are very, very important and very complex and it's way too much to cover in one video. So I have an eclipse series. So for all cancer placements, I recommend that you watch my eclipses in Gemini videos. You can search for Annie Botticelli, eclipses in Gemini, or go to my homepage and see the playlist because the eclipse is in Gemini and there are lots of implications and things to watch out for that you'll want to see there. Then watch my eclipses in Pisces video because that rules the 12th house, which is where this is going to be from the whole house perspective for all cancer placements. And then I additionally suggest that if you were born like around July 3rd through the rest of the sign, or if your placements are like 13 degrees through the rest of the sign for cancer, that you additionally watch my eclipses in Aquarius video because from the Placidus chart perspective, it the later you are in the sign, the eclipse energies set back into a different house. And although you can feel them in the 12th house too, those of you in that designation might also feel them in the 11th house, bringing changes to your friendships and your tribes and your internet-based projects and, um, and a whole bunch of other stuff there that you can see in my Eclipses for Aquarius video. Okay, so now Jupiter has been going direct. It's been seeking to expand your capacity to access financing and anything having to do with taxes or government money or support or spouse, spousal money or support or inheritances or anything having to do with family money, shared money, lotto, sweepstakes, everything like that. Now, as Jupiter goes retrograde, it might seem like some of the progress that was being made there or some of the information that had been coming might start to shift to where you're having to deal with some mundane details before you can continue moving forward. So what Jupiter is seeking to do here is to, to basically streamline your efforts. So the more that you um, take action on anything in those areas, whether you're trying to get a loan for a business or for a home or for anything else, if you're trying to pay off debt, those topics are going to come more, more close to you where you might have to do more work in order to get the re, you know, get to the goals. Now the alternative um, manifestation of Jupiter in the eighth and retrograde is could be that things that you had been working on in those arenas could start just gelling and magically showing up now. Okay, so wh whichever way, it's still in an active form and it's still moving things along. It's just it might seem like things have stalled out, but they'll pick back up, up again by October if they don't, you know, if they're not moving um, during the June through October retrograde time of Jupiter. 
And also, I highly recommend you watch another video that I created called Jupiter in Aquarius for Cancer. Now, even though Jupiter is going to be popping into Pisces at this time for a short amount of time, that video, Jupiter in Aquarius for Cancer, will give you the lowdown of things that are important for you to understand about Jupiter's movement for the whole year of 2021. Now, if you're a Cancer placement that's very early, like in the first few degrees, we'll say, you know, like the the June 21st through 24th or 5th, that time frame, or the first like zero to five degrees, you're going to start to get some um, Jupiter kisses because Jupiter is going to be trining your placements. And for the rest of you Cancer placements who aren't in that designation, you'll be getting your Jupiter kisses in 2022. Okay, but but for those of you in the early, you know, you'll start to feel those whispers or get some kisses about um, future expansion and you know things showing up in an extra big way, having to do with these things that we discussed. So the place where Jupiter is moving as it's moving towards Pisces and is in Pisces is accentuating and bringing the storylines more into focus about publishing, education, teaching, learning, long distance travel, international business, um, languages, spiritual studies, things like that. So all cancers might see an increase in those type of storylines because of the Sagittarius eclipse, but also because Jupiter from the whole house perspective is starting to kiss that house for you. And so you have extra chance for blessings there. And if you're in the earlier degree placements, that's, you know, that's making that trine formation, which is the best aspect in all of astrology. And since Jupiter is the great benefic, having a trine with Jupiter is like, one of our favorite things to look for in the charts. Okay, so if you would like to have a write-up of all of the notable aspects and dates of those aspects each month and what those aspects are and what you might see from them and a general write-up of the whole month, one month early delivered into your inbox, then go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. You'll also get my happy scopes for the rest of 2021. So that's an early download of some highlights of each of the months yet to come through the whole year. Plus you get other goodies when you sign up at AnnieHelpsYou.com. It will say, Dear Friend, there's a room for your name and email address, um, and then you just sign up there. Now we're going to talk about this quad boom and the 10 must-knows for this um, quadruple boom. So we're going to get into those details with my slideshow now. Okay, so let's get deeper into the astrology of June 2021 by talking about 10 must-knows that are influenced from this quadruple boom. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, solar eclipse in Gemini, Saturn square Uranus, and Jupiter in retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, plans and things that other things that seem certain will be cast into uncertainty or tested. This is just something that we see every Mercury retrograde season. And this season basically started May 15th when we entered the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. The actual retrograde is May 29th through June 22nd. And the post shadow period runs until July 7th. So during this time, the biggest must know is to be flexible and go with the flow. This can be an amazing time for things to gel in wonderful ways, but when we try to force things or try to hold too tight to an old framework, it definitely causes complications and stress. 
you've got to double check and check plans. Miscommunications could abound, so you have to be more careful with your words and careful with everything that you do. There is going to be a drive to distractedness, so just keeping awareness can help offset many issues. It's easier to not try to plan things for this time, but if you have to, just know that those plans may be called into question or they might change. And the same goes for agreements. Anything that you agree to now is likely to change, so just try to keep that flexibility in those arrangements. Okay, so on the topic of the eclipse, we've got quite a few must-knows here. The dramatic eclipse news is going to continue. You likely have seen this starting in April and May, and we have it continued here in June. So these eclipses bring surprise trajectory shifts, powerful endings, and exciting new beginnings. So in the month of June, we'll be feeling the effects still of the eclipse from May and this June 10th eclipse at almost 20 degrees of Gemini. So a big must-know for this time is to go in with a willingness to let go of what's leaving and to be excited about what new energies will be coming in to fill that space. Okay, so another must-know is that the eclipses are connected to the north and south node placements, which are linked to our karma and dharma. So the must-know here is to know that your routine and the whole matrix and framework of your life patterns are likely going to radically change. You'll have major karma melting off, which will reveal new opportunities that couldn't have been imagined before. So that's something very exciting about eclipse time. You can see the fulfillment of life dreams and the gifts and blocks that you um, were born into can be enhanced or broken through at this time. So you can step into gifts that you were born with and you can burn off blocks that you were born with as well as this call to your highest destiny gets very loud and the heaviness of karmic storylines can start to melt away. Another must know about the eclipses is that it's very important to dare to dream and dare to believe that things can really change while at the same time being willing and vigilant, looking for ways you can take an active role in creating those changes from the inside out. We are greeted by our unconscious belief systems very strongly at eclipse times. So fears and things that we've been holding on to may come to our faces, come up to our faces to get challenged. And the more we make the decision to break through, the more we can open up for our new experiences. Okay, so since eclipse season coincides with Mercury retrograde now, there are going to be key people and key situations and key projects from the past that are reemerging is very relevant. So the must know here is that there, if there's someone you've been waiting to connect with or hoping to connect with or thinking about connecting with or someone who's contacted you from the past or something else that's come up from the past, give those things from the past extra focus at this time because it could be destiny knocking. And people and places even, going back to old places you've been, can hold keys to your highest purpose and can also hold keys to closing up old stories and being able to step out of old patterns. Okay, so another must know here is that new information can seem to come in daily. This is why 
the combination of the eclipse time and the combination of the retrograde time put us into this spider situation that I often talk about where the spider has made its web during the more active times. And now in the eclipse and retrograde time, you just sort of wait and watch to see what shows up in your web rather than actively trying to make more webs or, um, you know, do anything other than sort of watch, observe, take in, you are going to have time coming soon to really have the clarity about what to do with the things that come in, but that time won't come until after July 7th. So basically July 8th through September 7th, this is a major must know. June is not the time when you're likely going to have clarity because more information is coming in sometimes every day. Okay, so July 8th through September 7th is the next window for forging forward and having more clarity about um, what you're going to do with the decisions, you know, that have come before you. And if you have to make an agreement or an arrangement in June, try for bridge or temporary arrangements that give you a little bit of time for the fog to clear from these aspects before you make the more permanent, um, permanent decisions or permanent plans or agreements. Okay, so Saturn and Uranus square, this is the uh, second of three passes. We had the first in February, the second one is in June, and then we have the third one in December. Um, this is a very powerful transit that is affecting us on the major world global levels down to the individual levels, you know, weather and earth changes and political changes and changes to our systems and our structures and every aspect of our lives down from, you know, the global down to the individual, um, you know, is being affected by these outer aspects. So I've actually done a, a whole separate video on this, which you can search for if you just search for Saturn Square Uranus video, YouTube, Annie Botticelli, it will come up and I'll go into lots more details there. But basically, this is a clash of the subjective definitions of freedom and accountability on the individual community world levels. So big must know here is to ask the questions about your life that will bring you more joy and personal freedom. Ask the question, what does freedom mean to you and how can you have more of it? And how can you be more accountable for your life and your, your circumstances? Big question here, are you willing to own your creations as coming from the inside rather than something just happening to you? And this is, you know, this is the time where our perceptual framework can really change how we see ourselves. And we've got amazing possibilities for stepping out of the experience of victimhood, which means that we feel like something is happening to us. And we step into empowerment, knowing that regardless of circumstances, we can shift our life's experience. Okay. So Saturn, Uranus, square, big times, and we've got hot spots in like the six-ish weeks before and after these clashes. So that that's basically covered, you know, most of the year so far. And then we have a little bit of, you know, kind of um, wearing off of the energies in between each hit of February, June, and December, but it's still active and present as a long-term theme. Okay, so this Saturn-Uranus is going on the whole year. Okay, so then we've got Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde for about four months every year. 
We've got it retrograde here from June 20th through October 17th. This is a time when big plans, big ideals, big dreams, expansion moves more to the backdrop, backdrop in many cases, where it's not as out there and it's more closer in and certain things may seem like they're um, slowing down or they're wearing off or, you know, things that you've been trying to work on could start losing steam. But just know that they're not necessarily, they're just going into the backdrop to be worked on and you can continue the forward movement. It just might not be as obvious in the outer planes and that this is a time to fine tune your um, organization and tend to the necessary details that are um, the core of your big dreams. So basically, if you've overextended yourself, this is a time when you pull back in and you see what things are absolutely necessary, get down to the bare bones so that you can really put all of your power behind the things that are going to make your dreams a reality. And some people might actually see um, past efforts that were done flowing and manifesting with magical ease where you're barely having to do anything and things are showing up. Okay, so the last thing is a bonus here. So besides our quad boom, we've got all of these outer planets in Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus. It's bringing up the topic of pollution and toxins and disease, the issues and the solutions. Um, Aquarius rules the uh, lymphatics of our body, and Taurus is definitely related to our food supply and agriculture, which is directly related, you know, affected by the droughts and the storms and the toxins. So the big must-know here is cleaning up our diets and lifestyle, are going to protect as issues with toxins and disease stay front and center for a long time to come. So that's again, you know, something empowering that we can do is keep our vibrant health up that will make us less susceptible to disease and to, you know, support our body systems to clear out the toxins. Um, you know, be, be nice to your liver, clear out your, um, your body because there's always this direct interface between our physicality and the stars. And so the stars have these aspects and they send us messages and they create situations that bring things into the forefront. So the importance of us cleaning up our personal space is shown by this, you know, microcosmic or, um, this micro, um, you know, this situation basically where the inside is outside and the outside is inside. So when we're looking at the environment being a reflection of our inner environment, sometimes we can't control everything outside of ourselves, but we can make different decisions for our inner climate and our inner environment. <laughs> 